ceaselessly spinning, relentlessly whirling, ever racing around the sun, never stopping or slowing, an ageless dance of star and soil. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. The woods are lovely at all times of the year, with all sorts of natural wonders to see. Mushrooms and mammals, birds and bugs, flowers and frogs, trees and turtles, always endless hours of amusement for the inquisitive naturalist. By paying attention to the way that these features of the woods change over time, we can observe the seasons change, make predictions as to what we will see next, and be able to track larger climatic changes year to year. This is the basic idea behind phenology. But above my head as I pad along forest and field, stumble over the cobble-strewn streams and seashores, the cosmos is laid out in an infinite expanse of clock-like movement, tracking time on a much more ancient scale than our own. As we peer ever further into our universe, we can even see back in time. Yet by carefully measuring the movement of our celestial bodies using angles and reference points, we can pinpoint a precise time and track the banality of everyday life, tea time, the airing of the evening news, the cooking time of pasta. And yet every year around this time, the angle of our planetary spin around the solar system aligns in such a way as to mark the true start of spring and the feature of today's episode, the spring equinox. So before we understand what exactly the spring equinox is, we first need to break down what a season is. Our planet Earth spins around on an imaginary line called an axis that runs roughly from the North Pole to the South Pole. Much like a sack of aroostic potatoes leaning in the corner of a root cellar, Earth leans off to one side, 23.5 degrees to be precise. This lean has everything to do with the seasons. While Earth spins, it also travels in a roughly egg-shaped pattern around the sun, which takes one year. At times, our planet is a little closer to, or further from, the sun, which, as it were, most certainly does not create seasons. Instead, it is the fact that our tilted axis is always pointing off in the same direction relative to some imaginary fixed point of view above our solar system that creates changes in the length of our days, which in turn creates seasons. When Earth's flight path around the sun leaves the pole on our hemisphere pointed away from the sun, we end up with substantially longer nights, shorter days, and we receive our sunlight at a lower, less intense angle. This combination of less daylight at less intensity throws us into the temporary cold spell of winter, complete with snow squalls, icicles, ice skating, and snowmen. When our side of the planet is tipped slightly towards the sun, our days end up being substantially longer with more direct sunshine. This results in summertime, complete with trips to the beach, sunburns, and those perfectly sweet, right-off-the-vine tomatoes we so heartily enjoy. When we are at either extreme end of the seasonal spectrum, they are called the solstices. But what about the halfway point? March 20th marked our celestial halfway point in our travels from winter to summer, the spring equinox. Rather than our axis being pointed towards the sun, as it is in summer, or pointed away from the sun, as it is in winter, during an equinox, our axis is exactly halfway to either extreme. This means that on March 20th, we had almost exactly 12 hours of daytime and 12 hours of nighttime. What is more, when I say we, I mean all of us. The entire planet experiences almost exactly equal proportions of night and day. In fact, the Latin word equinox translates to equal night. But don't take my word for it. You have just experienced the spring equinox from the comfort of home with its perfectly even 12 hours each of day and night. 
you could book a trip to the other side of the planet for next spring equinox, maybe Italy, India, or Ecuador, and pack your watch so you can check how equi the Knox is over there. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, references, contact information, photos, and information about how to subscribe as a podcast by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Theme music was by Appiliated Woodpecker, made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 